Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Keeping It Real with Kylie. I have been MIA and I am so sorry because I know a lot of you guys have been asking. I've gotten so many messages on my Instagram, Twitter, FetLife, you name it. And um, you guys have been like, Kylie, when are you doing another podcast episode? Kylie, are you still doing your podcast? And, you know, um, just a lot in my life has been going on right now. And it's also winter, and I've been dating, and I got COVID, and we're going to dive all into that stuff. But um, moral of the story is, from November to, like, April, March, wait, March, April, sorry, (laughs) uh, I am literally, like, I just hibernate. I just stay inside with my PJs, messy hair, eat whatever I want, and just, it's probably why I gained so much weight this time of year, um, because I did put on 10 pounds already, and uh, let's not dive into that yet, but yeah. Anyways, so I've been MIA, I've been unmotivated, but a lot has been going on. So let's start from the beginning, because I don't actually have a topic for this episode specifically, but... um, I figured we're just going to do a life update and uh, we're going to talk about what's been going on in my life since the last episode. So since the last episode, I was kind of like dating. And when I say dating, I don't mean like I was in a relationship with anybody. I just mean that like I was seeing a couple guys. Now, there was really one guy that I was really focused on and I was like, you know, like I like him a lot. And do I still like him? Yeah. Do I still have feelings for him? Do I still think he's hella attractive? Like, yes. And do I wish we could be together? A hundred percent. But I just don't think it's going to work. So I got ties with him, but we'll dive into the couple guys that I did date and, um, over the course of the period. So first is, we're just going to call this guy, actually, we're not even going to name him, okay? This is a guy that I have known for several years. He's from my hometown, Miramichina, Brunswick, okay? And um, he works for MB Power. Now, um, how do I start this? Is um, over the years, like, yeah, we've slept together and uh, we've been together several times, and nothing serious, just like hanging out and watching movies or whatever, and sleeping together and whatever. So um, in June, his cat had kittens, and I was like, "Oh, I might want a couple kittens because I'm allowed to have cats in my apartment." And me and my roommate were discussing it, and we were like, "Yeah, we would like to get a kitten." So. I asked him if I could come see the kittens. So I went over to see the kittens one night and I had no intentions on sleeping with him when I went there. But of course, he came on to me. I mean, he's really hot. He has a really big dick, you guys. And yeah, he's good in bed. So like, did I fall for it? Of course I fell for it. Um, I, what can I say? I'm a sucker for hot guys that are my type and that just have nice dicks. And I already knew he had a nice dick because I slept with him several times before this. But um, what I didn't like about going over there is I didn't intend to sleep with him when I went over there. And the situation was really complicated because he had a girlfriend, but they were kind of like not 
together, but they were still together. Like she was living with him. Her dog was there. She still had her stuff there. Um, I guess she still wanted to kind of make it work, I guess. And he said he didn't. I'm not sure the whole details of the relationship. It's not really my business, but I do know she was still living there when he invited me over and he's like, we slept in their bed. Well, I guess it's his bed, but whatever. Like they were living together at the time. And I just felt really weird about it because I was like, you know, he didn't really explain to me. I knew that they were maybe not together or something, but he didn't really explain like, oh, she's still living here and stuff before I went over. It was kind of like, oh yeah, by the way, like this is her dog and she's still living here and stuff. And I was like, oh, okay. So after I went home, after we slept together, I kind of just felt really weird about the whole situation. Cause I was like, I feel like I went over to see the cat uh, kittens and he kind of like just came on to me and then we slept together and he was like, oh, like, I can't believe we just did that. And then it's like, what do you mean? You're the one who came on to me. You fucked me raw. You came inside me. Like, duh. Like, <laughs> I was just like, what the heck? Like, it takes two to tango. And he was the one who came on to me. So I was just like, I just felt really weird about it. And I felt like he kind of like manipulated the situation. So and I didn't like that. And then what happened was he wasn't really texting me like several days after that and he wasn't really messaging me or anything so I was like oh like okay he got what he wanted he was just using me for sex so I was like I'm just gonna block him on Instagram and stuff that he was following me on and then he sent me this long text saying like oh I didn't mean to make you feel that way and blah 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 so I unblocked him I was like okay I'll give him another chance so then he invited me over several months later I don't believe she was living there anymore I think think at this time she was not living there. She finally moved out. She actually lived, moves, moved to another city and she's with another guy. So he's technically single now. Um, but same type of situation, like he invited me over. Um, I think he's promised that he was going to like make me dinner or something. And then what happened was, um, he just didn't. And we just like hanged out and watched movies and slept together. And then like, I, came back home, like, I think the same night. I think he wanted me to sleep over or something that night, but I just did not. Um, I have a really hard time sleeping at night. Um, so I have to either have, like, a lot of space or be, like, very comfortable with somebody to, like, be able to sleep beside them. Um, there's only, like, a couple of my exes that I'm actually, like, able to sleep beside and have, like, no issues. Um, but, yeah. I am a light sleeper and he snores like a motorcycle, this guy. So anyways, um, yeah, so it wasn't going to work. I had to go home. But um, same type of situation where like after that, he didn't really message me and didn't really like make plans to like hang out and didn't really keep in touch. And like, I think like days or like a week went by and I was kind of like, this is so weird. Like he keeps trying to say that like he wants to spend time with me and stuff like this. But then like, he only hangs out with me when he wants to sleep with me. So I was like, this is just red flags all over. And I was like, maybe it's just, he's just using me for sex. And he, I mean, he gives that vibe off for sure. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to like move on and I'm going to block him. So I blocked him and then he actually ended up messaging my cousin who is his neighbor, and saying, hey, like, if you're talking to Kylie, can you tell her that I want to take her out on a date because I can't get a hold of her? And it was really weird because it was like, I want to say almost a month later that he did this. And I was like, 
really confused because I was like, why would he want to take me on a date when like he wasn't even keeping in touch? So I kind of like was talking to him. I think I unblocked him or he messaged me on, he messaged me somewhere, whether it was Facebook or someplace. I can't remember. And he said like, hey, like, I'm sorry that I haven't been good like at communicating. Like I'm going to try harder. And like, I really do want to like take you out on a date and like stuff like that. So, um, will you give me another chance? And I was like, yeah, I'll give you another chance, but this is going to be your last chance. So, um, we ended up hanging out and similar type of situation where we just went to his house and hanged out. We didn't really go anywhere and do anything, but it was okay. Cause I didn't really want to do anything. It was late. Here's the deal with him. He works out of an hour and a half out of the city. Um, Monday to Friday, he's not in like our hometown where he lives. He actually stays uh, in another city because he works for the New Brunswick Power Company and um, he's working Monday to Friday and he's not lo- his job doesn't require him to be in this location. He's actually contracted to be at a different location in the province. So he stays in that city during the week. And then the weekend, he's only here from like Friday night, Saturday night, and then Sunday night, he has to go to bed pretty early because he leaves early Sunday, early Monday morning to go to work, I guess. So he's only really here on weekends. So we were hanging out and um, it was going good at first. Like, but what was so weird is like, I have like a little bit of like a kid side to me. Like, yeah, I play video games and stuff. And I don't want to say that's kiddish, but like, you know, I have a, like a little bit of a kid side. And like, he's not at all like that. Like, he's very like hands on, like outdoorsy, like workaholic. Like, he doesn't like, he's not like, he doesn't have like any kid side to him. Like, he's very much like, a working man, like, and conservative as hell, and yeah, so it was weird because he goes to Costco every week, and he, the time that I hanged out with him, he was like, I bought this Costco, like, Kit Kat house that we could build, it was Christmas time, it was in December, so he's like, I thought we could build this, and I'm thinking to myself, like, you really want to do this? And he was like, I don't know. Yeah, I thought it would be fun to do together. And I was like, this is not something I think that you would do because like, I was like, you don't give off this vibe. And he's like, oh, well, you know, when you're dating, you have to compromise and this and this and that. And I'm thinking to myself, like, I said to him, I was like, we can do stuff that you like to do. Like, if you want to work on your car, like, I'll help you work on your car. If you want to like, do clean your house, like, I'm, if I'm going to date somebody, like, I'm not going to say you have to do girly things or whatever that I have to do and we can't do anything you want to do. So like, I don't know. I just felt like he was like trying too hard, I guess at the beginning. And he was trying like with the whole Kit Kat thing. I thought it was cute, but then at the same time, I thought it was a little like weird because like, it's, I don't know. I just felt very weird about it. I, I don't know how to explain it but I just felt like it wasn't genuine. Like it was more like he was just trying to impress me because he knows that I like, like things like that. Like, of course I would make a gingerbread house or a Kit Kat house or whatever. It's Christmas time. Like, hello. Yeah, I know I'm 28, but like, it's cute. It's fun. It's simple. Now, would I do it like all the time or want to do it like, you know, three or four times a year? No, like once a year is fine. Like during the holidays, it's cute and fun activity to do. So yeah, but um, I also don't mind doing, like, 
yard work and like things like that he needed around the house. So I was feeling like, you know, I don't mind helping you because he was always saying that he didn't have time to do anything, um, you know, around his house because he worked all week and stuff and that he was always busy doing stuff like that. So anyways, he kept hanging out. He actually did keep in touch. And, you know, we are talking about like, what we like in a partner and relationship. And, you know, I liked his body hair. I guess his ex didn't like his body hair and he would always have to shave it for her. But I was like, no, it's fine. Like, I generally liked him for him, but like, it was just repeated kind of like excuses. Like we would hang out, but we'd only ever hang out at his house. Like we, he would never actually go out and hang out with me and do anything. Like he would never, like he said he wanted to go, to a restaurant with me or whatever. Uh, We were supposed to go to the movies one time and then I got COVID. So in the middle of seeing him, I got COVID. And that was the thing was like, I was like, damn, like here's the crazy part is the day before I tested positive for COVID, we had plans. And that Friday, he totally blew me off. And he tried to say that his work was keeping him until like 10 30 or 11 like this guy works monday to friday and he's off at 4 30 in the afternoon monday to fr- like every day he gets off at 4 30 why would your work be keeping you on not a storm day until 10 30 at night i was like no this is just so weird like i was like i don't believe that he was actually working i feel like maybe he was seeing someone else in um the city that he works in or you know he had plans to go out with somebody else or whatever but it's like he had plans to hang out with me and he was saying that he was going to like come back and I was like okay well did you want something from Namaste Bistro which is like a restaurant here and I was like I'll get the takeout and like I can bring it over and we can eat supper so it saves you time from having to cook and we can just relax for the evening since you've been working all week and he wasn't responding. He wasn't texting back. He and, and the thing is, is he'll text. He was texting me during his work days, like all week, like normal. And then all of a sudden, he was just like super quiet. And I was like, this night, like that night, it was very weird. And then, like the next morning, I woke up. It, that's when like all the COVID symptoms hit me and he's sending me like pictures of him doing drywall at his friend's place and stuff. And I'm thinking to myself, like. I'm so confused. Like last night you're saying that you worked and you, you were busy and this and that. Now today you're like hanging out with one of your other friends and stuff. And like, you never really mentioned like any of this stuff. Now I'm positive with COVID. So like now I'm like, fuck, I have to like sit here and I can't do anything. I have to isolate. So like it was just, everything was just being really weird. I was sick with COVID. I was emotional because of the whole thing. I didn't, I felt like he was giving me like really weird vibes. Like he was lying about what he was doing. And I am one of those people that like, I don't like lies. I don't like secrets. Like if you're in a relationship, just tell me you're in a relationship. If you're married, tell me. If you have kids, tell me. If you just want to sleep with me, just tell me. Just be, please be honest with me. I don't like being used. I don't like being to made to look like a fool that's waiting around for somebody that's not really, you know, interested in taking the time to be with me. And here's the thing. He would say things like, you know, like you're the perfect girl for me. And, um, you know, I don't care what you do for work and it doesn't bother me. I'm not going to get jealous. Um, you know, all this stuff. And, it was just, his words were one thing. His actions were complete opposite. And I was like, 
after a while, um, during COVID, uh, I was pretty much better. And um, I had to spend the holidays alone because I just didn't want to risk giving it to any of my family members. But on Christmas Eve, he messages me and he says like, oh, I'm going to come home just for the night. There was a storm, so he had to go back apparently and um, work. I don't know if that's actually true, but apparently he was supposed to have that weekend off and he was supposed to have the week off until January 6th or something. So he was supposed to be off Christmas Eve to January 6th. Um, He was saying that it's mandatory, like, that everybody is available and stuff like that. I mean, I don't know if that's the truth. He's a workaholic, so he could have just offered to work. Or maybe he wanted to spend time with other people and he was just lying. I have no way to prove that he was lying. I just know his actions were questionable. So he came home on Christmas Eve. He doesn't come and pick me up until 9.30. We spent the night together. We made that stupid fucking Kit Kat house (laughs) and we slept together and then we went to sleep and he woke up, drove me home the next day. And then he said he was supposed to be back, um, Monday night, I think. And, um, yeah, Monday night or Tuesday morning. And, I randomly get a message from him and he's like, Hey, um, you know, uh, do you, um, do you want to hang out on Thursday? And I said to him, I was like, you know what? I said, I've just been thinking. And, um, I was like, I really don't think that this is going to work. I was like, I know I tried to give you another chance, but like, there's just too many red flags. I was like, and I don't want to get into all of it because I didn't want to offend him. And I just, because here's the thing. I gave him a $200 Canadian Tire gift card for Christmas. And I was like, maybe you guys might think like you're stupid for doing that because it's so early. But like, I felt like if, if we were going to date and be like boyfriend or girlfriend and like whatever, then like I want to show him like that I am thoughtful and that I actually was thinking about him even when he wasn't around. So I know he was telling me that his iRobot had broken and he needed to get a new one. And I I kind of asked him like, what what kind of iRobot did you have? And he didn't know whatever, you know, he, you know what guys are like, they don't know what type. They're just like, whatever, which one I had, it was like the cheap one or whatever. I didn't know which one to buy him. So I was like, whatever, I'll just buy him a $200 Canadian car gift card. I know even if he doesn't use it to get an iRobot, he's going to use it for something because he's that type of guy. So I was like, I'll just give him this as a Christmas gift and he can use it towards whatever he needs. Um, so I gave him that and I didn't tell him I was going to give him a Christmas gift. So on Christmas Eve, I gave it to him. And yeah, it was just funny to see his reaction. He was like, oh, you didn't need to do this and whatever. And I was like, I know. And I was just like, I don't want you to make me feel bad because I did do it. But um, I was like, you can feel bad because I got you and you didn't get me anything. though." <laughs> so he didn't get me anything. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, so it was really weird because during the whole time that he was kind of like giving me like red flags, I started seeing another guy and this guy was younger. Um, he's, this guy was 22 and I don't normally go for younger, but this guy was like saying like, you know, like I'm fine with openly dating trans girls. And he was like super nice and he was super respectful and whatever. So like, 
I wanted to hang out with him and keep my options open. So I hanged out with the second guy who was from Buktouche. And we went on a, I guess you could call it a date to the movies. And I paid. And I know you're thinking like the girl should pay, but our girl shouldn't pay. But like, I don't mind paying in this guy was 22 so I was like uh, I didn't know if it was gonna work out because I said to him like I don't normally date younger so like let's just like take it slow because I was like I am seeing other people like so like I'm just keeping my options open so I was like you might not be the one um uh, we might just end up being friends because you know so long story short um because I paid for the movie, he actually ended up getting me a Christmas gift and he got me some collectibles that he knew I didn't have. And he got me one of my favorite candles at Bath and Body Works. And I was like, wow, this guy is 22. And he already took the initiative to be that aware of like, okay, what should I get her? I know she's going to like this. And I got her something because I felt bad that she paid for the movie. And it's like, I didn't get that from the guy that I was known for years and that I've been sleeping with and that I was really into and that I bought a $200 gift card. I didn't get that from him. (laughs) Like, and he's older. He's like in his 30s. So it's like, he should be aware. He should be trying harder. So I I was like, this kind of just lets me know that like, you know, I, I guess, deserve better. And I was like, this 22-year-old kind of, like, shined a light on, like, wow, like, the difference between the two. And I've known the older guy longer, and he's not even being, like, as, like, I guess, aware and um, bringing to the table as much thought and consideration and, you know, as this younger guy that I've only known for, like, a week. So... It was just um, interesting to see that. So I told him, the older guy, I just told him, like, I was kind of keeping my options open and stuff. And I was just like, you know, this isn't going to work. And I told him the reason it wasn't going to work. I said, I don't want to get into all of them. But I said, the main reason it's not going to work is because we're just from two different worlds. And what I mean by that is I'm a trans girl, sex worker, and... I don't come from a polished, politically correct, prim and proper preppy background. His mom works for the government. His dad has a nice, good job. You know, his sister's a teacher. He works for Emmy Power. They all have nice houses. They're all like prim and proper. They're all like the perfect conservative looking family. And it's like, Am I really going to be that naive to think, I don't even want to cry on the pod right now, you guys. It's kind of getting emotional just bringing up all these thoughts and feelings again. But I was like, I'm so naive to to even think that I would fit in to that life and that lifestyle. And I was like, who am I? Like, they're never, like, his family definitely is never going to accept me. So I was like, he might like me and he might, like, like trans girls, but I was just like, he votes conservative, which already is problematic on its own because I'm trans and the conservative party isn't friendly towards people like me. And yeah, it was just an eye opener. And I just said to him, like, we come from different worlds. And had we been more on the same like fields of like, you know, complicated regular families and, you know, um, not so 
worried about our perfect little image, then yeah, maybe we would have worked out. But like, I was like, this isn't going to work. And do I still have feelings for the guy? Yeah. Do I still think he's hot and, you know, would sleep with him? A hundred percent. Here's the thing. Weeks later, I gave him like eight hours to respond that day to this message, by the way, and he didn't even respond. So I was like, what the hell? So weeks later, he randomly messages me on Grinder, And he goes, by the way, I never got to respond before you blocked me. And I was like, who is this? Because it was a blank profile. And he told me who it was. And I was like, he's like, I, I tried to send the message here on Grinder of like my response, but it's too long. Do you want to unblock me and I'll send it? And I was like, do you want me to unblock you on text or Instagram or what? And he was like, um, either or, it doesn't matter. So I unblocked him on text and he sent it. And all I said was, thank you. Because it was something, it was a response that basically he could have just said to me in parts on Grinder. Like I didn't really need to unblock him for it. Like he could have just sent it in parts. He didn't have to Real, I didn't really need to unblock him for this message. It wasn't like, it wasn't like really him owning anything. It was just basically him saying like, you know, if we would have been, I, I, you are perfect enough for me and like and stuff. I know we come from different backgrounds and I know I work a lot and blah, blah, blah. But like, I would have introduced you to my friends and family. I would have had no problem with that if we became boyfriend and girlfriend and blah, 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 blah. And I was like, you know, I just said, thanks. Because I didn't, I didn't know what to say because at this point I kind of, I made peace with like, I know that I'm not crazy. This is like three, three strikes you're out. And like, he had his three strikes in the matter of six months. So I was like, yeah, three strikes you're out, honey. Like you, you're not the one for me as much as I wish you were. And I wish like as much as I'm physically and emotionally attracted to him, I just some things in life just aren't going to work. And and I feel like me and him just are those type of people where we would never be able to be together as much as we would want, or at least I would want. I don't even know if he feels mutual about that, but um, I just basically, uh, then he said, like, I'm still interested in, in keeping in contact with you and like being friends and like following you and stuff if you want to unblock me. And I said, honestly, I said, I just can't do it because I said, I have emotions for you and I have feelings for you. And um, I said, I feel like you're the type of guy who you manipulated with me with false romance just to be able to sleep with me. And, you know, we're from different worlds. We're not going to fit in together. And I said, you just gave off a lot of red flags. Your communication wasn't um, the best, I said. And I feel like you weren't 100% honest about everything during our time getting to know each other. And I said, do I have proof of that? No, but I am going to trust my gut. My gut never leads me wrong. And I said, I'm going to have to block you again because of that. And um, that's why I don't want to keep in touch. And he was basically like, okay, um, I understand, whatever. Like, he didn't, he didn't try to say, like, no, I wasn't manipulating you and this and that. So I kind of was like, I guess my gut was right. Like, he must have been manipulating me and just using my emotions and, you know, because when I, here's the thing with me, I, I don't want to get upset and cry, but, like, when I have feelings for somebody and when I actually like them, 
I'm very easy, manip- like very easy to be manipulated because I don't like being vulnerable with men. And when I have feelings for somebody and I really like a guy, I open up and I'm so vulnerable. I am so, so vulnerable. And I put on this tough, you know, girl image, um, over-sexualized image on my profiles. But like when it comes down to like behind the scenes, when I'm trying to get to know a guy and I really like him, it's so easy for a guy to just play my strings and then like use me and like, then I'm left like hurt. So I had to close myself off again and it kind of didn't work with me and the younger guy because he was just too young for me. So I just told him like, no, it's okay. So I haven't been dating anyone since. Um, Some have tried and many have failed because they just say the wrong things. But that was my update with my dating situation. And um, then let's talk about COVID because when I had COVID, I don't even know how I got COVID. I got COVID and um, it's the first time I ever had COVID in the whole three years of the pandemic. I guess we're going on four years uh, um, here soon. But yeah, it was um, it was the first time in all three years of the pandemic that I ever had COVID. And um, I am four times vaccinated. I don't know what it would have been like if I wasn't vaccinated because I never had it when I wasn't vaccinated. But I can tell you the very first day I had no symptoms. I had a little bit of a congestion, but I wasn't testing positive yet. The second day, the Saturday, everything hit me. Aches, body pains, chills, um, congestion, cough. I felt like I was hit by a bus and it was actually crazy. Um, but after that, everything else got better, except I just had a cough and congestion. It was only one day of like the whole body aches, chills. And I think I slept that entire day. I just drank water. I took Tylenol and I slept because I had zero energy. Um, I did test positive for 10 days. After that, I, I was negative. My did give it to my roommate. Um, he only had it, like, the he didn't even have as bad of symptoms as I did. He only had the symptoms for, like, a few days. So um, I don't want COVID again. I know that. Um, I wouldn't wish it on anybody. And I know there's a lot of COVID deniers out there, and I don't want to argue with them or vaccine crazy people. Everybody is so heightened about that. I just want to share my experience and say I had it. I don't wish it on anybody. And um, I'm kind of happy that I had it in the sense that I won't have to get a booster because now I have the the antibodies for up to six months because I already had it. So that's good. Um, What else is a life update? Um, I got COVID. I was dating. And um, Christmas. Oh, for Christmas, I bought myself the Lovens sex machine. And let me tell you guys, do I prefer a sex machine or the real thing more? Hmm. I prefer the real thing more. And <laughs> here's why. I am crazy tight. Like it is a curse how tight I am. And the Lovens machine doesn't care who you are, where you come from, or how tight you are. Because <laughs> When you turn that bad boy on, uh, it just goes. And even on the smallest, like, sh- like 
setting, I guess, like the the one that's the least powerful, it still thrusts very, very like firm and powerful and hard. So um, I did use it once and I liked it once I got used to it a bit. And then um, I still prefer the real thing. There's nothing like the real thing. Um, you know, there's just, there's nothing like a man. I mean, as much as you, I love to hate them. I mean, I can't, I can't live without them. What can I say? <laughs> um, men are like the, the like most blessed curse that there is on the planet or whatever. I'm just joking, but you know what I'm saying? Like men drive me crazy, but all the good ways, all the bad ways at the same time. Um, I'm trying to think about what else happened in my life that I can share with you guys. Um, that's pretty much all the life updates that I have for this episode. Um, I'm trying to wean off my antidepressants. That was new. And I'm, the withdrawal symptoms are hitting me yesterday, today. So I was on 75 milligrams of Effexor, which is also known as Venlafaxin. And um, the lowest dose you can be on is 37.5. And then the next highest dose is 75. So my dose is 75. And to wean off, I I asked my pharmacist to give me 37.5 um, so I can start weaning off. And she recommended I just take one 37.5 a day for two weeks and then hopefully go off. But like Friday is when I started the half dose and it started hitting me last night a bit. And today it's hitting me too. Um, I got my iced coffee But, um, yeah, I'm just getting, like, that brain-zappy, fuzzy feeling, and I'm very tired, and, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's a very weird feeling going on antidepressants. When you go on them, once you're on them, you're, like, you don't even notice, but the minute you miss a dose, the minute you miss a dose, if you miss one day you get withdrawal symptoms. If you miss two days, whoo, Lord help you. And trying to wean off them, like last night I had nausea. I was like, oh my goodness. And I'm only on half the dose. Like I wasn't even on a strong, 75 milligrams isn't even a strong dosage. Like that's like the regular dosage. Like I wasn't even on that strong of a dosage. So the lowest you can go on is 37.5 and then the next highest is 75. So I was on 75 and the lowest I can go down to is 37.5. So I'm on that now. And it's like, I'm only going down half a dose and it's still affecting me that much. So it makes me feel like maybe I need, I mean, antidepressants did work for me. It did help me when I needed them, but I'm trying to go off them because I don't know at what point do you not need them anymore? I mean, that that was another thing. I was like, kind of like, at what point do do I just stay on these indefinitely, or do like, how am I going to know if I'm better if I don't go off them? So I want to go off them to see how I feel off them. If obviously, if my mental health starts to get worse, if I start to have very bad, like you know, thoughts and feelings and whatever, obviously I'm going to be like, no, 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 no. I'm going to need to. <laughs> I'm going to need to start taking them again. But. um, 
I've been on them since 2021 and I feel like I want to start weaning myself because I want to see if I'm better without them, if I don't need them. So, um, that's where I'm at right now. And, um, I'm excited for some video games that are coming out. I'm excited for Hogwarts Legacy. That's coming out on February 7th. If you pre-order it, you get to play it on February 7th. If you don't pre-order it, you gotta wait until February 10th. But um, I pre-ordered it, so I'm excited. And I know there's a whole controversy about like, oh, should J.K. Rowling, you know, the author of Harry Potter, and people are like, her transphobia and blah, blah, blah. Here's the thing. I understand that she didn't develop the game, and I know she didn't have any part in the development or whatever. Um, and I understand she did create the world of the Wizarding World, the Harry Potter world. And, you know, the game does play, take place in the 1800s, so it's before everybody that we know in the Harry Potter films. It's before all of that. So that's fine. I have no problem with that. Um, the thing is, is a lot of people are like, don't don't buy the game because you're transphobic and this and this. Coming from a trans girl, I loved Harry Potter growing up. Like, I absolutely, you can ask my parents, I absolutely was obsessed with Harry Potter. If J.K. Rowling wants to believe that I don't exist and that I'm not, I shouldn't be given rights, that's on her. And I know that she's advocating for that and, you know, she has a platform. Here's the thing. Whether I buy that game or not, she's always going to have that platform. She's a billionaire. I can't stop her from voicing her opinion. I can't stop her from being that type of person. It shows more about her character than trans people's character. And I'm not saying every trans person is innocent in this rebuttal because there's a lot of trans people that sometimes take things too far and say like, no, you can't say this. You can't agree with this at all. Or you're transphobic and they label people, whatever. I don't think if somebody buys Hogwarts Legacy, they're transphobic. I personally have bought it because I've always wanted a game like Hogwarts Legacy and I've waited for a game like this that is open world that is so, so in-depth and it's going to be incredible and I don't want to let J.K. Rowling ruin that for me because I know deep down inside the actors and actresses and, you know, the the world wizarding world and the fan base mostly accepts trans people and sees them for who we are. If JK Rowling doesn't, I mean, we're not going to be able to change everybody's opinions, but I think that it's not transphobic if you want to get Hogwarts legacy. So that's where I stand as a trans woman. I, I've been waiting for one of these games and I'm sure some of the developers and I'm sure some of the voice actors for the games who's already came out and said, you know, they support the trans community and stuff. And I'm sure some people that, you know, are part of this game and development have been with trans women. And, you know, it's, it is what it is. There's, there's people that are non-binary that was cast in the Fantastic Beasts. So, I mean... <laughs> Yeah, it's like uh, Ezra Miller, I believe, uh, they are non-binary, and they were cast as uh, a character in two of the Fantastic Beasts uh, films. So, you know, um, it is what it is. Trans people are always going to exist. Whether J.K. Rowling wants to accept us or love us and support us, that's 
her choice and it says more about her character than the people that are buying the video game just to enjoy it. So I don't want to see any hate on, you know, people for enjoying Hogwarts Legacy like myself. Um, but yeah, thank you guys for this, uh, little life update episode. I'm happy that you guys tuned in again and I will start doing more episodes again. I do have a few episodes idea, ideas <laughs> that I want to go through. I know I'm supposed to do one where I, I've talked to several straight guys and, you know, we're taking, um, straight guys liking trans women and we're trying to destigmatize it by showing how many straight men, like trans girls and and that's okay and that's going to be an upcoming episode i've been working on it i still have audio recordings of when i've spoken to many of them so um thank you so much for tuning in you guys to another episode of keeping it real with kylie and i hope you guys have a great day uh, or a great week or great weekend wherever you are take care Mm -hmm.